1: What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, uh, with my co-host, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. And it's season two. Yay. Yeah, I know. Exactly. This is the official kickoff. Actually, there was an episode last week um, that I did with Rico Noguchi and John John of uh, the current Mr. Eagle. Um, But this is the official one because I have my co-host here. We don't have uh, Carpenter, Steve Carpenter today, um, because he's still on vacation somewhere here in the States, but you and I just got back from Mykonos, and how much fun did we have? Epic. It was an amazing trip. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautiful
2: weather, amazing men, great company, amazing food. On and on, and we were going
1: to tap into a lot of that because today's topic is... Sex and travel. So I'm su- super excited to get into this, like, because we have so many juicy stories, and I think people can relate because, particularly as gays, we-, we travel a lot as gays. And when you say
2: yes, definitely,
1: yeah. So, you know, we just got back from Mykonos, and I'm curious to know what you some of your stories maybe not on this particular trip but we'll get into it but in general um what's your thoughts when you travel because you've told me before you don't you like to just travel with your friends more right like you don't really. yeah think i of guess sex i would pre-
2: say i'm a lot of the travels that i've done have been with friends and family and i uh i tend to leave sex at home really if that makes sense. And it's not that exciting. But when I travel, I'm really like enjoying being in a new environment. So I guess sex is not the thing that is on the top of my list or it's when, online, I'm in, but. <laughs> when I'm in when I'm in a foreign place. But I'm also I mean, it's it's just exciting to also people watch and be around like all these different walks of life and new environments, new clubs, new setting. And, and so that and that sexy. part is sexy in its in its own yeah but yeah. i wouldn't say that i'm ultimately when i'm away or on vacation thinking about actually engaging in sex but i also am always like I don't know, flirty, You're on your grinder. I'm, I'm flirty, I'm looking, I'm scoping out the scene, who's around, and... Who's in the vicinity. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting, too, that you mentioned that, because oftentimes when you travel, and we certainly were in a larger group, we had a um, like a villa in Mykonos, and so it's interesting when you travel with friends or a larger group, and although we weren't like traveling in packs, I mean, people were able to kind of, some wanted to go to the beach. Do your own thing. Yeah, but... You know, it can at times and people not slut shaming, but like, of course, I was one myself and another friend of ours and yourself were out till kind of the wee hours, oftentimes as the sun was coming up. And, you know, of course, when you're walking by others that didn't stay out as late, (laughs) it's always like, you know, the next morning. Oh, look at you. Yeah. What time did you get home? Yeah. And then the people that were um, running the house for us, of course. They have, you know, eyes behind their head, and so they always knew. <laughs> they know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and they're reporting to everybody else. Yeah. Oh, do you know what time Steve got in? And
2: I, I swear, when you're, like, I swear, it, and it's fun, and anyways, it's, it's not a bad thing, but it always filters through like every single person in the house. So when you're with that many people, it, it is like it gets around to everyone that we got home at 11 a.m. or 8 a.m. and this one slept out and this one is here at this hour. Then we went to after hours and it's like, I mean, it's completely fine. And it's also with people that, care about us and right. they like to tease us and you can take it. I mean, it's, exactly. it's silly it's jokes and we, and at least we're all on vacation. So it is an excuse right. to actually go balls to the walls if we wanted to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have a couple stories of past stories of travel, but I'm, I remember you told me once before when you went to Milan with a friend of yours Mm -hmm. and didn't you have kind of an interesting story there? It was like fashion week or something like that?
2: Oh yeah. So we, uh, and it was actually partnered with Mykonos. So we first went to Milan and, uh, we went to see a show and then we went to some club and, uh, I picked up a boy and... But, like, not even a
1: gay club, right?
2: Yeah, it was, like, mixed. Right. And it was it's called this club, uh, Plastique. It was really cool in Milan. And uh, I picked up this boy, and we were just, like, making out and, like, messing around in the bathroom together. And, of course, I'm that type of person that always meets... If I am going to meet someone at a night, I always meet them, like, five minutes before the place closes or, like, right right before I'm leaving the last day of my vacation. That's just how it always works. So this person... I was only in Milan for one more day, and the club was about to close, and we didn't realize, so we're, like, in the bathroom making out, and then uh, the, I don't know, the bouncer or whatever was, like, banging on the door for us to come out, and then we finally got out, and then he came back to our hotel room, and my friend was so not having him, like be in the room with us and he was just like Drama. ready to go to bed and I'm just like oh so we went to the bathroom finished our business whatever and then he left our hotel so then the next day we left and we went to Mykonos and then we stayed in Mykonos for I think four or five days which was way too short right because there's way too much to see and it's just too oh, beautiful yeah. for that amount of time so uh and we didn't have any sex in Mykonos at all either of us and we were both sharing a hotel room. So the last night when we were, <clears throat> uh, had been at the beach all day, we both got home and we were like, okay, you can have somebody over here and I'm going to go out and travel. So, and it's cool that we, oh, we were cool. able to like talk about, we were like, we both need to have sex yeah, and it's not with each other. Cause there's no physical attraction, right? but you can have someone over here and I'll go out. And so he went out and I stayed at the hotel, had someone over, it was whatever it was fine and That's, then and then he came he texted me like an hour later and was like oh i'm coming to pick you up we're going to dinner and i this is your friend yeah this is yeah. my friend and i was kind of like okay whatever and so he shows up in a Porsche convertible like back at our hotel mind you there's not many cars in Mykonos and the streets are very small so to see like a convertible like two door right like car that you'd see in the States is just so odd. And then to also to see my friend driving someone else's car. So we get dressed, we drive back to this, uh, the guy who he hooked up with's hotel and it's like amazing and beautiful. And then the guy took us to dinner and like later on, we found out that, He's actually a prince. Wow! And
1: you, you, you hit the jackpot. It was definitely
2: a very interesting <laughs> night. And then we went into town and went to the clubs. And then he, uh, <clears throat> my friend, ended up leaving with him, and I went back to our hotel just solo, went to sleep. And then the next morning, he came and brought us uh, Starbucks from Mykonos Starbucks, and then drove us to the airport and brought us to wow. the gate and everything. Yeah. Did you
1: ever keep in touch with him?
2: I didn't, but it's ironic. He actually is an architect, and I guess some of his work, he must have an apartment or something here in New York, and I've seen him out here. Oh. And when I run into him, it's always like... (laughs) Well, you already are, but... (laughs) uh, You've seen him out. I have seen him out, yeah, and it's interesting. I mean... It's it's just like kind of a high and buy and it's casual, yeah. Because that was like years ago. Now that was pr- I think six years ago that that happened. Okay, but
1: yeah, it was kind of a time and place. Yeah,
2: exactly. Thing. Yeah, and m- my friend was the one that was with him. I wasn't, so it was also like our connection was right. just like friendly, just as acquaintance wise. Okay, but it was a lot of fun, and it was. It's interesting. It was an interesting like moment, and like, a uh, fun, hot story for Mykonos. Definitely, and
1: it's funny that you said the, you know, you worked it out with your friend, like, okay, I'm going to get the room now, and then, because it was it reminds me of, um, I w- we were talking to a guy that works in Mykonos, and he was telling us all these hilarious stories about people that come into the bar, and one of them was this brother-sister, and this one kid, he really wanted to get laid and stuff like that. Well, the only way he knew he was going to get laid was to find somebody, a Greek guy. For his sister. So every night, (laughs) the mission mission was, her first and then he would look and find like a hot guy, and I'm Mm -hmm. assuming she was attractive, and he would find somebody for her, because he knew as soon as he did, they would go off to that guy's apartment, and then he'd start working on He'd be all set. He's like, okay, now, on to me. And then he would get the the hotel room for himself and have his fun too. That's but amazing. The mission was always find my sister, a yeah. guy first.
2: Well, that's I mean, in in all honesty, when you're traveling, <clears throat> most people travel don't usually travel alone. And also, if you do travel alone, you're still with other people. So uh, you plan dinners and things like that. And yeah. so the time that you really get to yourself on a vacation, if you're not by yourself is not always that much. Right. And then also it's always a hassle to, if you can't host yeah. to figure out how to make it happen. Exactly. It's the And that's even in New York, the same exact thing. Yeah, I mean, that can be the same that's thing. The timing. A, it sometimes it it's basically comes down to timing. Yeah. But on, on mm-hmm.
1: vacation, oftentimes it's amplified mm-hmm. because you would think, oh, I'm on vacation. So, I can just have so much fun and, but there's all these other little factors mm-hmm. and you know, your friends and things you want to do. And so it can get a little complicated, yeah. but travel is, I mean, we're so crazy. We, um, the week you weren't there in Mykonos, we ended up having, we had a party at this Villa as if we like live in Mykonos now and we're through a party. We, we didn't have invitations, but we just told a couple different people. And one guy that we told is this guy from San Francisco who knew all these he was great he had a you know very vibrant personality and knew equally vibrant people mm-hmm. so he really got the message out there and our villa and of course like in everywhere else i mean we wanted the party to start at 3 people didn't show up till Til like six. 6 but they stayed like well into almost like midnight and it was such a fun party That's no one awesome. wanted to leave And we met all these sexy people and, you know, I was having a little, you know, making out, but more flirty fun and and that kind of stuff. But that to me is always the beauty. Being
2: a good host. Being (laughs) a good
1: host, yeah. But speaking of horror stories of travel, I remember I went, this is like a few years back to Barcelona to Circuit Week. Mm -hmm. And I forget it was like, you know, the fifth day of going to all these parties and it's like after hours and... Or maybe it was like a main party and I'm dancing and I see this one guy and he looked like maybe he was on something but we were flirting and next thing you know, we're dancing and he leads me to the bathroom stall area Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, hot, this is going to be great. We get inside the bathroom stall. We're making out, you know... Pulling stuff out, mm-hmm. going there, and all of a sudden I hear this pounding on the bathroom door, and I'm thinking, "Fuck, security, right?" Mm-hmm. And it's not; it's his Australian boyfriend who's
2: oh Lord saw
1: his boyfriend go, in go there. into yeah. it. I didn't know he had a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I and he's like, "What are you doing in there?" And he's literally like climbing like above the neck of the next stall and looking in and seeing me and said get out of here and I'm like of course panicked pulling my pants up (laughs) quickly and thinking how the hell am I gonna get out of this stall and this guy wanted to like fuck you up beat the shit out of me seriously like this is who you're with and he's screaming and I'm like oh my god and literally the door opened and he starts pushing his boyfriend, but kind of violently. I mean, it was it was a little disturbing, I have to say, because... Like, t- uh, too aggressive? Too aggressive. And saying, this is who you, you know, brought into this, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it was like a lot. I, f- I finally was able
2: to escape, but I felt also like... Also, in that setting, I'm surprised that he had that type of reaction. I mean, you're, exactly. you're at a party, yeah. and... But I you're, guess I and now you're not have to keeping ask, dibs on your boyfriend,
1: so I mean... Yeah, I mean, I guess I now have to ask, you know... Yeah. Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Wake up for a second and answer this question before, before we, we go, go to the anywhere. bathroom stall.
2: <laughs> Stool. <laughs> Stool.
1: No, and then there was um, the last time, and you know, I'm, I've am i been a band from bringing, like, any boyfriend to Mykonos. On
2: vacations in general, you know, yeah. Why do you ask? Because the last
1: <laughs> two times we've gone to Mykonos, you know, somebody I've been dating, I invited to, you know, the villa to hang out with us. And I pr- I'd fully admit I probably shouldn't have done that because we were simply dating. Mm-hmm. We weren't, like, on boyfriend land. Terms, and it's, yeah. I've had... You know, the first time I actually went okay, the the guy I was seeing, it was, like, he has such great energy. It was fun. But, I mean, ultimately, I wanted to kind of be single, and mm-hmm. it, it didn't really last. The second time we went was a guy I was seeing and he already had like a jealous side to him. Mm -hmm. And it was just much more amplified in Mykonos where there's like Greek gods and other Europeans Mm. all over.
2: And I mean, it's temptation and it's also like a matter of if you, you guys were on what it seemed like more open, yeah, but it also seemed like not on the same page. Like you knew what it was and you, only gave it what you thought that it was. Right. And then the other person thought of it as something totally different and, like, and was more, str- had less, uh, more boundaries on, on you and the whole relationship as a whole. Right. And that was like an obvious thing. But it, Thanks, Jeremy, for your insight. Where were you when I was in it? <laughs> no, but. I, I mean, was off kissing other boys. You and- were.
1: I mean, but that was the thing I'll I'll never forget. At another party, and this should probably be my, you know, be leery of those who you meet at a party, Mm -hmm. but me and this guy were at some Mykonos. It was their Excelsior week of parties. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like the closing night, or one of their large parties. You were there.
2: Oh, it was the opening.
1: Oh, opening. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I'll never forget, um, maybe... we ran into my ex-boyfriend who yeah. I have like a really good um we're still really close and or whenever I see him. Yeah. Um and we He's you know, also
2: just a really nice guy. He's a really nice he guy. Like-
1: he he knows my sister. She was there. So we was talk well at one point he grabs me and on the dance floor and the guy I'm seeing is next to me and he just grabs me and starts making out with me. And I didn't stop him per se but i didn't know he was gonna go there then mm-hmm. i guess i sort of went along with it for a second and then the next thing you know i look and i'm i kind of pulled away a little bit towards the end and my ex looks over and realizes that there's another guy standing next to me that mm-hmm. i think he's seen earlier in the week with me yeah and in his head you could tell he had that like oh shit like put two and two together like yeah you're not you're not dating you're just and, and I was like, kind of, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he totally spun around and ran away. Like, oh shit, what have I done? Yeah. And of course, I had to deal with the the uproar yeah, after, yeah. of of the guy. I was, needless to say, yeah, it didn't go very well. So, this year in Mykonos, I have to say it was very fun to be single. Yeah. And there was um, there was the one guy at um, so there's two bars. Um, that are next door to each other, right? There's mm-hmm. Babylon and Jackie O's. And how would you describe these two bars?
2: Uh In, in my opinion, they kind of remind me of like a little beach, like Tiki Hut, but like yeah. maybe built <laughs> into... They're, a, they're not
1: that rinky-dink. No,
2: but I'm saying like built into like a little cottage. I mean, they look like little stone cottages, but yeah. then
1: they're like... Cottages.
2: <laughs> they're t- <laughs> But yeah. they have, like, tiki on the ceiling, and I don't know. They're cool. They're, and they yeah. have, like, a, a lot of the setting takes place outdoors in yeah. front of it. So they yeah, have, like, the, lounge the, areas, but the indoor area is not very big. the water right there, Yeah, right? and the, it's right where all the boats are docked and stuff. So it's a beautiful setting. It really but is. But I do notice that a lot of it takes place mostly outside because the inside is not very big. Right, so right. So people tend to flock and uh, move in and out both. Yeah, you can go back and forth, and although they're not
1: they're separate owners, and mm -hmm. apparently there's a rivalry. We found out um, between the two owners. Um, Oh wow! Yeah, you know how those things are. Island life, and Um, they're
2: so damn close. I think there's like 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 maybe a half fence that divides them. If (laughs) that,
1: I mean, they share the same you know rock wall, and it's it's they should really just combine forces. Yeah. But if you like, you were saying you can hang out outside, go inside. Oftentimes there's fun activity by the urinals at times. (laughs) You would know. I would know. But if you walk outside and walk around the corner from these two bars, there's um, bless you. Thanks. There's an actual church, which is hilarious. It's like around the corner. That Mm -hmm. part isn't hilarious, but what happens around the church? Let's just say. People are going to confession down on their knees. They're praying (laughs) for forgiveness. But what I didn't know, because I've actually had fun out there, not this trip, but um, partly because of what I'm going to tell you, but I've had fun. You know, you kind of have to go around and then you'll maybe see somebody, and then you, it's a little dangerous. You can even climb down these rocks Mm -hmm. and you're literally. Kind of by the water. But you yeah, have to be it's careful. like a it's little dark. It's like
2: a hidden nook. Yeah. Yeah. And I've but had. But you're also about to fall off rocks into the water, too. It's pretty close. Yeah. I remember one time I had fun with a guy
1: out there after somebody I was seeing left. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we were fooling around, but it was like the sun was already coming up. And, oh, God. And but... I saw a boat kind of going by, but it was far. <laughs> and I kept thinking, can they see?
2: If they have binoculars on board, yeah, yeah, but they might all
1: be asleep. Who knows? Right. But I partly didn't go this time because you can meet people in these bars and it's not really necessary. Yeah. But because one of my friends that works at this bar was telling us that you have to be careful because there's a lot of guys, like gypsy guys or whatever, that will, they'll even get down on their knees and they'll even, or play with their cock and lure you over to them Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you'll find yourself they'll be on their knees and it's
2: also a dark area so you can't really like make you can make out what people look like and everything but there are parts of it that you can't exactly see that well well there's that so you could easily steal something if you wanted to but apparently
1: when you know the guy's on his knees going down and they'll even go down on you when your pants are down they're you know, in Searching. between oh my god, gulps of your dick. They're like taking your phone, taking your money. Oh, my God. And, you know, he's caught people doing that. So that alone was like, oh, that yeah. makes me. And you can find plenty of people within the bar and you don't even need that. So, yeah, I stepped away from that. But I did have, um, you know, me and like the crushes on the pseudo- gay for pay type. <laughs> I had my r- little romance, if you can call it. Romance, romance. Of course, I had to find one there. He works um, at one of the bars there. Um, and of course, we were like, you know, nothing ever happened, but it was That's always like. That's my
2: boyfriend. That's my boyfriend. Yes. I
1: posted it. If you go to our Instagram, <laughs> you'll see a picture of him. Um, uh, he's, he's Greek, but he's Persian. like Background, I guess. And so, uh, very hot handsome mm-hmm. and he really did take care of us like yeah. he always you know whenever we came he would he'd clear take people out of the little bench areas and make room for us to have a seat and he is really hot you have to admit got you bottle
2: service on got the last bottle, day. So
1: yes oh my god <laughs> um so yeah i did have that um but did you have any um interest you were making out with some people weren't you at the after hours
2: i think so yeah <laughs>
1: You'd think so. No, I was, yeah. Did you, were you talking to any- I mean, the
2: one, the one uh, guy, cute guy that I kissed, he ended up like, he's like, oh my God, my boyfriend, I can't, and.
1: Oh, yeah, what was going on with that? Because you were basically, he was flirting with you. Yeah, first, and so I up on even, yeah, you. and
2: then when we like engaged, then uh, I took it a little bit further and I like licked him and kissed him or whatever and then once I started to like get more intimate, he was like, Oh I can't, my boyfriend's in the bathroom and I'm like, oh my God, seriously, you didn't even say this and right. he's see, gonna walk, how right, shady people, he's they gonna don't walk right over and fuck me up. Like, yeah. I don't even know what to expect. Right, right. No.
1: See you have to be careful with some of these types.
2: And this place was so little too that like literally he was at the bathroom that was like not even twenty feet away from Where we're dancing together. It's, yeah, it's hilarious.
1: Um, Yeah, the the dramas that can happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I did meet, though, a couple guys different times, not the same time throughout my, but I was there like over almost two and a half weeks, Mm -hmm. practically three. And, you know, I think I had one each week, um, an Australian guy that I met, and he's the one that introduced us or introduced me to the After Hours where we went to. Oh, and I love. it. And this it. After yeah. Hours was just, like, this, like, bar, basically, mm-hmm. that kind of continued after the two gay bars that we're talking about. I don't even know the name of it, but it was, like, this It was a lot wall. of fun. But it was very mixed, right? Yeah. yeah, so he's the one, and then we ended up staying there and going to his place, and I have to say, it was for, you know, timing's everything, and you never know, yeah. and it was, uh, he was Australian and pretty hot, and we had a really good connect. And then the other one was an Argentinian that I went oh, back to. Oh, the short guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he had his his buddy from, the
2: short guy. Well, <laughs> he he's his, cute yeah, he was very cute. short, and I remember just his smile, and I remember him coming up and saying hi. He was, he was sexy, and we had seen him two
1: nights in a row, and so... I ended up going. The thing is, his friend was like kind of interested too, and I was like, "Oh well, all right, we could." But the one that I originally, Three's company. yeah. But the the one that I ended up being with was like, "No, no, no, yeah, I don't play with I, my this friend. Is, I have him to myself." Yeah, and I was really fine because I just it was more of like novel that oh mm-hmm. yeah sure let's the more the merrier. But really, I was interested in this one. Yeah, and we ended up um he made his friends sleep on the couch and <laughs> in their place that they rented and the only thing was it it wasn't near here's another thing it's like it's an island and mm-hmm. i didn't we where our house was situated was pretty close to town, right? Mm-hmm. So we could, and I love where our house is because we can essentially, if we have to
2: walk home. Yeah. So the if, walk of shame is not shame. that horrible from it's, there.
1: Well, it is because you're walking up a up hill.
2: uphill in the sun, but
1: in, yeah. So if
2: we need to get home and like need to make it there, even if we're drunk, we could still get home exactly. eventually. Exactly. But I mean, that's the part that I think does make me a little nervous when you are traveling and and having sex or meeting people is like if you are taken to somewhere that's out of the way right how the hell are you going to get back if you were stuck like well and that is kind of that makes me nervous that is something (laughs) to
1: address it's like yeah yeah. that's not
2: the sexy thing to think about but no it's also reality we're breaking it down yeah
1: and it, it is and in this case it was you know i'm well, it was definitely far away from the villa. I kind of had my bearings straight, but it was definitely not close and you, you couldn't know, walk. And you can't walk. These these streets in Mykonos, they're crazy. I mean, the cars are like I'm about to run yeah. everyone over. And you know, there's ATVs and scooters wanting to run you over and your life is really in danger when you walk this <laughs> the, totally anytime. I don't even know if I'd call them streets, the the dirt paths <laughs> yeah. in Mykonos, which we love, but so I'm You know, and so he was trying to call a cab for me and you know there's like thirty cabs only on this island Mm -hmm. and they don't really respond well and and I said, Well, what are they saying? And he's like, I don't know, I don't speak Greek (laughs) because it was a voice message and I'm like, he speaks Spanish, but I was like laughing. So finally and I'm thinking, Well, I have to get home, like and meanwhile. Our other friend... So is, did he
2: just leave his friend at the house and th- then drove you back and then yeah. came back to get his friend? But
1: meanwhile, our other friend is texting me... Oh, yes, he John. he thinks somehow... No, George, and is oh. saying... Oh, that you're going to meet him at the
2: beach? Oh, because I kept stringing him,
1: not stringing him along, but that I was going to go with him in the morning. Like, I don't know what I thought. I'm going to get up early.
2: I think you were optimistic and really wanted to go, but I knew you're never going. Well, I was optimistic and you're like, stop telling him you're going to meet him. Well, he's like describing to you, oh, I'm on this side by the rocks and I'm like, little does he know Steve is like in someone's bed on the other side of me And doesn't even know
1: where he is on the island. And
2: doesn't even know how to get back and probably didn't even wake up yet but maybe
1: george you could get up from the beach and come pick me up i'm just saying but no i didn't even tell but so he did leave his friend and rode me home which i was like please take me yeah so he did and i found my way home and and thank god but that is a thing because i've been in other parts like i mean it's one thing on at least on the island you're on the island there's Mm But I've been in like Paris where I don't really know the subway Oh, you could system. easily get
2: lost, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I think I. I love
2: how you brought another shirt, though. That was really funny. What do you mean? You bought another shirt and changed when oh, you were.
1: <laughs> I cannot believe you're out of me on that. Okay,
2: so here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing.
2: You can not show up in the same look if you're going to show well, up the next afternoon.
1: Because, you know, I really picked. You know, I had an outfit for the night before, and we love those shorts that I had. They're these sort of um, harem shorts. They sound horrible, but they really are cool. And, but. The funny thing about something like that, when you wear something at night and you feel like, "Yes, I love my look, I like my outfit tonight," the next morning, that look and when the sun's bright, you want <laughs> no- you done. want nothing to do with that look at all. It's, yeah. it's a nuisance now, and it's like, <laughs> oh, if I ever wear these again, it'll be too soon. You know. So here he he didn't drop me all the way home, and I could tell he only wanted to, to drop me. To, you know, At close the enough, point, and I, yeah. so I was cognizant of that, and so I said, "All right, well, just drop me off here. I think I can. I think I know the town. The main town is close by, and then mm-hmm. I know how to get back up the hill to where we're staying." Mm-hmm. So I walk over. Well, I see the town, and I'm like, "I'm kind of thirsty." And before I walk up that hill, I need a water. I need to hydrate, <laughs> right? And believe me, I was working hard. So I needed <laughs> to hydrate. You did the leg work. I did the leg work, or the legs were. <laughs> up in the air or something like that. So I thought, you know, get yourself a water, Steve. That's the the smart thing. You owe it to yourself. But then I'm thinking like... But then
2: you also owe yourself a new
1: shirt. But then I was thinking, you know what? I need sunglasses. (laughs) Cheapy sunglasses to put on so at least (laughs) I look like... Because you know, the funny thing is, if you stay up all night and you're doing that sort of walk of shame, there are actually people that get up at early hours Mm -hmm. and are starting their day and they're they're gonna do a tour and those are
2: the ones you want to be invisible
1: to totally so i'm trying to you know blend in Mm -hmm. with that and oh i just got up early to go do a little you know shopping type thing (laughs) and get myself a coffee and i'm so i had so i got the sunglasses i spent like 12 euro on them and these cheapy whatever and then i said and I was wearing that mesh tank top. That's definitely nighttime with yeah. black harem shorts. All black, everything. Yeah. So I said I at least. So I went and had a tank because they have these cool stores that you can make your Print-a own. Print press. So I made had this girl make one up for me, which I wanted anyway. That was like bright orange. That screamed like daytime. And <laughs> I'm up with my glasses, and I still had to wear the harem shorts. <laughs> but at least it sort of looked. And I thought. You know, when I walk in, maybe no one will believe me. Or, I mean, they'll, they'll just <laughs> they'll think, think that you I, really I got up early. Shopping. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if I fooled anybody in that household. <laughs> no, it, I don't think But at least so. in my little world's bubble, I felt respectable. I felt mm-hmm. like a respectable boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's interesting though that when you do, like, I remember being in Paris and, you know, meeting this guy, we ended up like, carrying on and I want to talk a little bit about when you meet somebody and y- overseas or wherever mm-hmm. in another city it could even be like if you go to Chicago and you yeah. meet somebody and you have a little romance kind of thing I've had those before mm-hmm. and um, well one time I remember it was this guy and we're still friends and he's lovely in Paris and he came here to visit me I went there a couple times and we kind of carried on for a while but I'll never forget the first time I stayed over at his place and he had to go to work. And so he walked me over to their subway Mm -hmm. and the Paris subway system. First of all, it's super narrow. So when you're sitting across from somebody, it's like, you know, on our New York subways, it's like, you have like a lot of space there. It's super narrow. And so in rush hour, you're literally like on top of people and people in, like I think Asia and 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 then like Europe like this, they think nothing of it. It's what they know, right? Mm -hmm. We have a little bit of space on our subways, although it can get crazy. Yeah. They our friend John has a hilarious story of being on that subway and it's wall to wall people. Granted it's rush hour, and this boy is like who is totally our friend John's type, is like his nose is practically touching John's nose, and he said, "And like the lights were kind of like they were going through a tunnel." And he's like, "I could just kiss him right now when the lights <coughs> this go minute. out." I know, because he's like, "My lips are that close to his lips, and they don't think anything of it." I mean, it's just normal. I mean, yeah, that is too close. It's for too me. close for comfort. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and it might be fine in Paris where they're. You know, but not when not a in bunch New York, of models, but yeah. not here. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of models, but, <laughs> but literally, I'll, the other thing about the Paris subways is that they have these doors. You know how this, our subway doors, they or or BART in San Francisco, the doors open. Yeah, when it comes to a stop, there they don't, and there's this little handle thing that you have to press.
2: Oh, they're like those window on the. Accordion doors that like fall no, I don't
1: know, I don't know. It's just this little handle, and I could never figure out what people were touching to open. And if you don't, I mean it's stopping. It's at just the stop, stay it shut. But you have to it's not gonna open. And I'm like, oh no. Like and I'm like trying <laughs> to figure out and finally there was, you know, a sweet Parisian soul that saw my struggle. Otherwise mm-hmm. otherwise it'll just go. And that did whatever I don't know what they pressed and the doors open, but I'm like, I am going to be in another Part of Paris that I don't know, <laughs> and this is you know huge even more lost, yeah, yeah. But have you ever carried on with somebody that you met? I
2: don't, but I also it's also just because I don't. If I'm in that mindset where I know the time, I, I guess it's not that romantic. But if it's if I know the time frame is cut very short, I don't start like something See, that would.
1: You're very logical, and and I've met people like you too. <laughs> I'm. The opposite. I of like that.
2: it. I like trying to stay open-minded, but I also know myself. If I don't have enough time to get to know them, it is just going to be a hookup, and then it's just that. And I mean, maybe we keep each other's phone numbers, and maybe we add each other on social media, but it doesn't elaborate to more than that. It. I mean, I think that's it that's could, why you're but... so wise,
1: and it's. <laughs> and I think I'm much more like that today, mm-hmm. but in the past, if I met somebody, I. I used to have wherever I went, I would not all the time, but I would meet somebody. And I would have these lavish, dreamy ideas. And of course you're swept away because yeah. you're on holiday mm-hmm. and you like how I said holiday. Cause yes. you know, now I think I'm European, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I would meet a guy and I, I, I would be in fantasy land and, and we would meet the next time for dinner and then I'd introduce him to my friends and then I'd, you know, I'd practically be in tears mm-hmm. as I was going to the airport. Yeah. But we would swear that we'd keep in touch. And oftentimes we did. Often even... Sometime. I've never
2: been like that. My friend was like that. The the, uh, the one that met the prince in Mykonos that time. He just wanted he to was, be the princess. so yeah. yeah, but he was also so smitten. And he was actually really sad to leave the guy. And they both were like... It was cute. They seemed like they were really into each other and the other one was sad and he was like, I'll come visit you in New York and they were so dramatic about it. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, these bitches (laughs) writing this fucking sappy love story over here. Get on the damn plane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Sinek I mean, I used to be like your friend a lot. Yeah. I mean, I just think
2: I guess I don't want. I also guard myself where I don't want to emotionally invest so much in something that can't continue at this moment. Like, I, yeah. W- y- clearly, you can put it on pause and pick up at another part, but I don't want to do that. Like You're I, smart because I really want it to be. You torturous. get emotionally like attached to that situation, and then. It's hard to like get over it and so I guess as a defense mechanism I don't want to let myself get to that point where I feel like I need that person that I can't ultimately have cuz right. you can't have them they don't live with you they don't live where you live. You're right. So you can ultimately maybe later down the road or the next time you visit or if you move there but ultimately at that time and place they're not you can't be with them.
1: And I think it's smart, too, because like I used to have this more when I, you know, I was like a trainer and you know, didn't have a lot of clients and I didn't have a lot. I had stuff to come back to, mm-hmm. but I, I remember always like having those kind of romancey things during those periods. And then, of course, when the trip was over, all it was torturous. All you would think about is all that? I was thinking yeah. about not just wanting to be with this person, but wanting to be back in that wherever I mm-hmm. was. and And i'm sure lonely a little bit lonely and then not wanting to be then facing my reality it's like oh you know now (laughs) i think like i was just telling you offline that you know i got home the other day and the next day we've been you know running yeah with all these um which is a good time to to announce a sidebar note where we are (laughs) going to be next week For Folsom Street Fair in San Francisco, speaking of travel. yay! Yes, we are going to be live at the Folsom Street Fair throughout the day. That's Sunday, September 24th. We have a booth, actually, and Mm -hmm. it's launching our um, brand new accessory line called Pulse Gear NYC. It's kind of um, fashion, where fashion meets fetish. Mm -hmm. And there's some great pieces, and Jeremy, you're certainly helping me. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, so we're launching that, but we will also be live throughout the day on our Facebook page, Talk About Gay Sex.
2: Inviting people in yeah. to tell us some and of their juicy... If
1: anyone knows the Folsom Street Fair, we are we will definitely, um, you know, we'll be live streaming videos, so we'll definitely try and pull in some of the craziness <laughs> or the hotness, I should say, that only happens once a year in San Francisco, and it really is... Um, Jeremy, this is your first time going to San Francisco, and mm-hmm. it really is. Um, the city allows a lot of things to happen on that day. First of all, it brings a lot of money into the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, it's good business for them. So they definitely turned a blind eye to you know nudity and all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. um, so we'll try and. Tap
2: I'm excited it. for all the sites.
1: Yes, I know, <laughs> and I am trying to on Saturday the 23rd. Organize for all our listeners who happen to be in the Bay Area that weekend. Um, I think I want to do a meetup there at the Eagle in San Francisco, and I'm thinking maybe in the afternoon, just kind of like a. What do you think? Like, well, we'll we'll pick out a time. Yeah. But I'm thinking like a late afternoon type deal where we can just like anybody that wants to come and meet uh jeremy steve carpenter and myself um we'll do a little informal meetup and i will post all that but i'm thinking maybe like five o'clock or something yeah that that would be fun yeah so if you happen to be there come out and say hi and um yeah we'll we'll talk about the the fun stuff but um how did i get stuck on on that um Folsom street fair and all that we were talking about travel but yeah, we'll see how that happens. Um, Our tangents, oh, romance, travel, romance, travel, and romance. Yes, it's it's just interesting that you know now that I have stuff to you know that you know there's so much going on. I can you know you and I have been thinking about oh we wish we were you know at the beach you know looking out at today's weather here in New York, which is crap. Yeah, and so but you know. Now, I don't let myself really get too involved with people because I think your heart gets broken. Yes, definitely. Yeah, we're not all as wise as you. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting. Did you have... So I'm, I'm interested to move into another category of travel. When you turn on your your apps like Grindr or Scruff, are you just kind of like... Some people say they just want to see who's around them. Um, have you what's your experience when you turn on your apps traveling?
2: Uh, I would say I'm kind of like just looking to see who's around that. Maybe I, if sometimes if I travel with family and I'm not like, we're not doing gay things or like going to gay clubs and stuff, it's interesting to see like, if I'm with, uh, I went on vacation to Dominican Republic with my, uh, like all my family in January and, I turned it on there just to see, like, who's around, who's at the same resort. But, like, I don't actually, I guess, meet up with them. Right. I maybe chat a little bit or trade pictures and, like, talk, but... Sometimes, I don't know, it just doesn't always follow through or it's like it doesn't kind of work, but it is around. fun to see. And yeah. it's always different. It's like, it's also always interested me because I'm like, I love people watching and I also like meeting new people. N- not anything to do with sex, but just meeting like right. a different oh, walk yes, of life and meeting- different, the, like the different... uh Cultural, cultural, but also like even different speech and just accents. And yes. you, you love <laughs> yeah, that. I love that. Yeah. And uh, just it's very fascinating when you're on vacation to see the people that are around. So sometimes I do it just because of that, and it's not right. it's not solely just to look for sex. Right. Because that's kind of like easy. Yeah. And it is. too a little too easy. Right. And so it is fun to just see who's around and like. Yeah. The distance, the distance is also really interesting. And I like showed my brother it. like, Oh my God, people people that are straight find it so funny that we have an app that shows the distance for like gay men and how far they are away from you. And like, I'll never forget this one time I went to, uh, visit my cousins in Naples and I turned it on and my cousin was like, she was laughing at, the fact that I got a message like right away and it's the person said like five feet away. And she's like, it's totally the cook inside the window oh that God. just served us food. And he's like staring at you and I can see him. And she's like, that's so creepy. Wow. That this- was he hot? Yeah, he was hot, but it was still like kind of creepy I, that yeah. you know, she's like putting two and two together. Yeah, and, like- and she added it all up. Like, Oh my God, this person says five feet away. They have to be like, In eye distance because that's too close to not be, and then uh, and all of my friends just laugh at and I'll let them like use my phone sometimes and not I don't let them write nasty messages to people because that's happened before. But well, our friend
1: George was like found me and I rarely go on these apps, but I will sometimes when I travel. Yeah, and so I turned on my app Scruff and George, our friend, mutual friend George, who was out with us, was like you know sending screen capturing my profile pic <laughs> and sending it back to me and i'm like bitch okay, I, always, I the first and thing then I he's do like is, talking to me the first then, thing i do
2: is block all my friends always I have done that i always
1: do you're so smart on that like, yeah rule I, number one well, block also, your friends
2: uh i think actually one of our friends that we <laughs> were on too, one but. of our friends that we were on vacation with wrote Wrote me while we were in Mykonos, like, oh, you're still out, or yeah, oh, you're still up, or something, and I just bl- like blocked, because yeah. I'm like, if we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk when I see you, when and I'll I'm tell you what yeah. happened, but let's not exactly. have a conversation
1: on the app. No, with, and you're my friend, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, know, my friend. It's I know. It's just kind of creepy. Yeah, like,
2: no, I always block all yeah. my friends. It's just an awkward setting because of like what the motives are yes. to be on there that I'm like, I don't need to talk to my friend on here. And it's also like, we can talk on the phone. You can text me. Thing, yeah, and exactly. Like, Bitch, you and no know. one needs to babysit me. No, no.
1: Yeah. What's also interesting is trips. Um, we haven't talked about this though, but I've stayed at a couple B and B's, um, in like Florida and Fort Lauderdale and, um, that are clothing optional places. And Steve Carpenter has talked about, um, I think in leather where he stayed there and you probably wouldn't have any interest in this, Jeremy, because they're clothing optional gay resorts. And there's one in Key West that, um, I really like. And then one in, um, and prayers to all our people in, in Florida that Mm -hmm. they're, you know, handling the devastation, but, um, Yeah, these places are interesting because sex is always kind of, you're always surrounded by gay people. And the two places I'm thinking of, one in particular, has like sort of a, not like a dark room, but like a cinema area where they're showing porn. And then there's like a, it's like a playroom, basically. Mm -hmm. So, you know, during the day or night, if you're by the pool, you can also then go eat and then you can do the rounds and go to the pool and then you can find your way into this area. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of all in one. You don't even need to leave the campus. <laughs> but, um, all inclusive. I actually I like some of those places um, because then um, people still turn on their apps in those places to see who's like in the actual, yeah. you know.
2: Room next vicinity. door, yeah, right. Down the hall, yeah. And
1: sometimes those places are crazy. Like people will leave, strategically leave their front door open, of course, and they and, just got
2: out of the shower and, and they're their in ass the towel. is like,
1: you know, oh, on the God. bed naked. I'll come hither, and it's like <laughs> it can be a little obvious at just times. Just knock on
2: the door and say hi.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Hi. <laughs> can I borrow some tea or sugar? <laughs> but. Yeah, those places, you know, I don't like those all the time, but I mm-hmm. find them interesting and and you don't like those at all. No, yeah, no.
2: But- I mean I think the idea sounds fun. It's just not like Yeah, it's I wouldn't do that for a vacation. Yeah. I I would, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say never, but it's just not something that I'd like go out and seek to do. Right, right. I think the best one of
1: the best things we can say about travel in general is that you know, and travel and sex is that you do connect with whether sexually or just a a diverse pooling of people that you would never meet in your own comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a friend that joined us um, in Mykonos who's never really traveled much at all. Mm -hmm. And he is super hot and could meet anybody really that he wants to. Mm -hmm. But he's always in
2: the same In the same setting.
1: And this was huge for him, I think, because...
2: And I think that's so fun to push, like not push, but like to get people to go outside of their comfort zones. And I've also noticed that, uh, people are more willing to do it with people that they trust or people that they feel comfortable with. And so it's cool to see, uh, someone, someone, yeah. And someone else, like someone else's reaction to a new environment is really cool. And I have always loved that. And I love being in new environments and, meeting new people and being in new settings where, like, There's everything is new because that's travel. so beautiful. It is
1: amazing. And, yeah. it, and it can really tap into other, another side of yourself. And, um, in fact, we, a uh, couple of us had, we started our trip in Berlin. And so I sat down with uh, the group of us and I said, okay, we are all about to go to Mykonos, the island of Mykonos, and it's a chance for us to really let go and be an island life. And I said, Mm -hmm. let's all come up with a name for ourselves on who we could tap into. And the names were interesting. My name was, um, God, what was my name? Because I had a really good name. And, uh, oh, Alexio was my name. What do you think of that? I like it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I just came up with that. And, you know, there was Lola... Um, oh, I love that name. And there was, what was the, uh, there was a few others, but I said, just, you know, kind of tap into that, you know, other side of yourself. Yeah, you're Sasha you know, Fierce. You're Sasha Fierce. Exactly. Absolutely. Okay, Beyonce. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, so that part, we can't say enough about travel and yeah. and even if you don't meet so- somebody or you're not looking for that, there's just a sexiness yeah. about And freedom. About being
2: somewhere where nobody knows you and where you don't really know anything about. Right. And also it's kind of fun to sometimes like give up the reins to somebody that does. It is there. Home or their setting, oh my or gosh. they know their way around. I love that. There's yeah. something about yeah. I love when I too go home with because you somebody. do see like things that you can't normally, you wouldn't normally see if you were just visiting and right. didn't know to look get, for it. Yeah, an insider's view on what mm-hmm. life is like, and that's fascinating
1: too. And you learn yeah. a lot about yourself ultimately. Mm-hmm. You get to, so we can't say enough about travel,
2: and again. And travel to anywhere, and it's not only, Mykonos is uh, amazing and definitely by far one of my favorite places to go, but really traveling anywhere and getting out from where your normal comfort zone is does make things, like, worlds different, and it also, I think... Uh, helps you, I don't know, just come in in more touch with yourself and also just interact with new people. And you have more compassion
1: and, Mm -hmm. and just, yeah, it's, it's, we can't say enough of it. And speaking of travel again, as we wrap up this episode, we will be in San Francisco for Folsom street fair next Sunday, September 24th. And so please come by our booth Um, We are launching our accessory leather fetish fashion accessory line called Pulse Gear NYC. We have a booth, but we will also be streaming live throughout the day on our Facebook page, Talk About Gay Sex. Um... You know, we'll pull in different people. Jeremy will be there. Steve Carpenter will be there. It's going to be fun. We'll be, you know, turning on the camera throughout the day, pulling in people. Definitely. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So please. And um, we'll try and organize um, like a meetup for Talk About Gay Sex at the Eagle in San Francisco on Saturday, September 23rd, maybe around 5 o'clock. I'm shooting for um, you can also reach out to me Steve at Talk About Gay Sex if you want to meet up with us. I will respond. Jeremy, thank you so much for uh, today's episode no problem. and thanks. We had how much fun did we have traveling together? Thanks
2: so much. We always do. We do. We do. And we're going to have more Another fun. one for
1: the books. Another one for the books and it continues next week in San Francisco. So thank you Can't and wait please follow us. We are at Talk About Gay Sex on Instagram, Twitter, facebook and we will be back uh with another episode and join us live sunday september 24th until then continue having hot gay sex see you later